What's up? This is Maggie. Welcome to 2020. It's a new year, which is always a moment I use to reflect on what worked last year, what didn't work, and just reset for the year to come. So I wanted to look back at 2019 and pick out the lessons I learned from the podcast guests that have stuck with me that I want to remember to carry into 2020. And when I looked back, I listened to a bunch of the old episodes, and there were really four themes or topics in the past year of podcasting that came up just over and over again. They came up in episodes, they came up in my day job, they came up in conversations with other people in product. So these are just the four mantras that I'm going to take with me into 2020. And they are principles instead of rules, every product needs a story, following up is just as important as shipping, and outcomes over outputs. So I'm going to run through what each of these mean to me and how I'm approaching product in 2020. So first, principles instead of rules. This came up in a bunch of conversations with people who quite honestly just have way more experience than I do. It seemed like they all had a set of principles or fundamental truths that they believe about building product that they use to guide behavior. They use principles to be flexible, to stay focused, and also to avoid getting lost in kind of the details of a specific process or framework. They're easy to communicate, they're easy to repeat, and they kind of stick in your head, and they're easy to kind of come up with and remember when you're in the middle of something. So a couple of examples of principles that have stuck with me and are some of the ones that I want to bring with me into this year. Fareed from Slack had a principle of experimentation is a tool of humility, not decision-making. Think about that all the time ever since he said that and all the different ways it can come up, not even just with experimentation, but with kind of anything that we're shipping. Ryan Singer from Basecamp also has lots of principles in the book that he wrote, Shape Up. But a couple that I've been thinking about a lot are bets, not backlogs, assigned projects, not tasks, and done means deployed. And what's interesting is that these principles aren't just for people on teams. They're also for people who are running teams, right? Assigned projects, not tasks. Great thing to remember as someone who's running some teams. And then Scott Williamson had a set of actually nine principles, each that comes with a book that he recommends. And you can listen to the episode for all nine, but the three that I've been thinking about a lot are start with the problem, not the solution, prioritize ruthlessly, and assume you're wrong. So while these are some of the principles I'm taking into 2020, I also want to start to think about what my principles are. So are there specific ones that I want to think about and come up with that are going to be core to me? So that's something that on my list for this year. Which brings me to my next mantra, which is every product needs a story. So as we've talked about, product is all about coalition building. It's about getting buy-in, inspiring teams, simplifying, helping people focus, getting to the heart of a customer problem. But product leadership is also about getting your team, your marketing team, your sales team, your customer success team, as well as your customer in your market excited about what you're building. And stories are by far the best way to do that. They're memorable, they're simple, they're engaging, they tap into the emotions of the listener. And luckily, if you're building the right thing, you already have all the basics. You have the hero of the story, the customer, you have a conflict or the problem that you're solving. You probably have tons of examples of that problem to make it relevant for the people who are listening. You have your solution, you have how it works, and you have the happily ever after that you create with what you built, the outcome. And this is a theme that came up in basically every episode, but three in particular stuck with me. The conversation I had with Craig where we got into how to make sure that you ship things consistently, naming came up as a huge part of that. That means not using things like feature V2, but real names that describe what you're doing are helpful. And they're kind of like a condensed version of that story. So they're easily referenceable. You can use it to refer to make sure people understand kind of what you're building and continue to kind of hammer home the things that you're working on. Something that I really want to remember not to get lazy about this year. 
I also talked about stories with Matt Kaplan, the SVP of product at Toast. And while this was more than a year ago, I also recorded with DG on copywriting and storytelling. And so those themes, again, have just been coming up over and over. My third mantra is following up is just as important as shipping. So this concept also came up in my conversation with Farid at Slack, which was awesome. And while it wasn't necessarily a new idea, I've just been coming back to it over and over again since he mentioned it. There's so much content out there on how to ship something, but a lot less on what happens after you ship. And it can also be really hard to make time for this work, especially if you're not able to communicate effectively about what you and your team is going to get from it. And also if the responses that you're getting from management are things like, well, you've already solved the problem. Why aren't you working on the next thing? Or when's the next thing coming out? But following up means that you're learning from what you're doing and you're avoiding spending more money on things that don't work. And nothing can be more important. So two things on this topic that I want to really remember to do this year are, first, never start without knowing what success looks like. I have to have a metric. I have to have a line in the sand. You just can't move forward without it. And two, if it's worth shipping, it's worth doing a reflection. I recorded an episode with Marie Prokopetz on postmortems, and that's probably the one piece of advice I got from someone this year that I have used the most. We've done so many postmortems this year. Every single product team at Drift did a postmortem on their goals. For example, how their goals went in Q4, which made Q1 goal setting way easier. So it's super important. And those are two things that I'm absolutely going to remember to do this year. So my final mantra for the year is outcomes over outputs. And This final thing that I want to bring into 2020 is a continued focus on a journey that I went on in 2019, which was to set only outcome-focused goals, starting actually with the conversation I had with Christina Woodkey in January of last year on OKRs. I highly recommend that episode and also the books that she's written on the subject, both Radical Focus and her new book, The Team That Managed Itself. And while there were a lot of ups and downs in my goals journey last year, seeing the teams that got it right and how much progress they were able to make reinforced for me that this is absolutely critical. Marty Kagan also challenged me on this point last year, including talking through the role that trust and transparency play in getting this right. So if you're someone who is running a product team or you're part of a management team and you find yourself asking for features, not outcomes, but features, take a step back and ask yourself if really the problem is that you're not trusting the teams to do the right work. So in 2020, I'm promising myself that I'm going to stay committed to the journey of avoiding feature factory roadmaps and sticking with outcomes. So that's my list for the year. Principles instead of rules. Every product needs a story. Following up is just as important as shipping. And the fourth and final one, stay out of the feature factory and focus on outcomes over outputs. I'd love to know what are you taking into 2020? What are your resolutions for the year? Maybe if you have anti-resolutions, I don't know. I'd love to hear them. Send me a note, maggie at drift.com. And if you like this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave a six-star review. All of it helps me keep this thing going. Thanks. Thanks.